Welcome everyone to LOA Uncorked with Holly and Gina. We're excited you've joined us for a conversation to unleash your inner badassery and uncork your magic. This is the no bullshit, all truth, nothing but fun podcast. And don't worry, we've got you. You are our VIP. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina. And this is a special day, Gina. It, they all are. And this one is extra <laughs> special. You want to talk about why? Absolutely. So today we have all the way from Australia. He's going to tell us where he is because I don't know where he is. Okay. <laughs> but I know he's on that continent. And so, so okay. over there somewhere, okay, a long ways away. Near Mike, water. Near water. Mike Staunton. I met Mike Staunton. Absolutely not by water um, in Pullman, <laughs> Washington. <laughs> and we are recording right before Christmas, and oh. you won't get it till after Christmas, but we hope that your holidays were wonderful sure. and special. And today we have a most special guest, sure. and Mike Staunton is here. He is Money with Mike, and he has created a juicy, interesting, I mean, epic little Sounds a little like a soap opera, Mike. I know. But, yeah, keep little going. empire. He's going to talk. He's going to talk about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so, so share. So share more of the story because this is a fascinating story about how you met Mike. Well, uh, Mike and I. Uh, well, no, um, there's no Mike and I. Okay, like we. <laughs> we Ooh, do tell. I know. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, my. I was taking my daughter. It's really my daughter and I. We were going to. I wanted to take her to see Mike Dooley. So uh-huh. we'll put that in the show notes. Mike Dooley is great. Yeah, he is. And we were going to, I think it was a one-day session. And, you know, we're sitting at this round table in the Davenport Hotel. In this historic hotel mm-hmm. in Spokane, Washington. And and I think, Mike, you were late. We were all, the rest of us were at the table and we were at the front. <laughs> she calls me out for being late often too, Mike. So don't feel bad about it. You're in good company with me. And mm-hmm. so uh, he shows up and sits down and we started chatting. And of course, my corporate gig was in engineering yeah. and he's an engineer by trade. And I don't know, we just connected and thought we were going to see him. We had an office in Pullman, thought I was going to get to see him again and maybe recruit him. Yeah, You know, that I, my thoughts were going everywhere. For okay. the HR people. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm always here for you, Gina. Yes, I, so Every step of the we way. can feel it. We can feel I, it. But Mike <laughs> is in Australia, but keep going. Well, and then he dashed to Australia, and we're going to let him tell the rest of the story. We've stayed connected, and, you know, uh, he has an interesting journey, and I was interested in him following his joy. Yeah. And our podcast is about following your joy. And right. so even before we had the podcast, this was five years ago, a little Mm -hmm. over five years ago. He's going to tell the rest of the story, but we've stayed connected and I love what he's doing. I think he can really help our audience. It's exciting. And I do, um, I do. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. We really want, yes, Mike, we're going to turn it over to you because we would like to hear (laughs) post you and Holly. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, yeah. That one day of bliss being right next to Holly. And then what happened after? That's what we really want to know, right? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Thank you you for that introduction. And it has has been over five years since Holly and I sat down at the table together. And I am an engineer by trade. So 10 years prior to us meeting, I was an engineer for the same company. And I had already come to Australia. So I was back in Pullman for a four to six month contract. And when we met at Mike Dooley's event, 
I probably had some takeaways. I, I don't remember them specifically, but it was more on the subconscious level. And when I came back to Australia, that's when things really started ramping up and changing because I think it was August when we met, but sometime around then yeah. of that year. And then in October, so not even two months later, my partner, L decided we should quit our jobs and travel around the country. And I said, are you serious? Awesome. She said, yes. And I remember that specifically because that was on a Thursday morning about 9.05. <laughs> and she's a property manager by trade and in her history. And she had enough five minutes into the, the day. And me being the super nerd that I am, I created the spreadsheet and budget was ready for Friday. Right? Oh my God, I love it. And we were already gearing up. So that was in October. And in January, we took off and left. So we quit our jobs, got a full drive, rooftop tent, and traveled around Australia for 12 months. And it's that's awesome. Really where they blogged. Started. They blogged, oh, I think, or God. somehow you shared it because I saw part of their journey. Oh, my God. Yeah. How wonderful. Yeah. We, we still have that, not the blog, but we still have our social media account on Instagram with of no fixed abode. Just yeah, because that's we, right. Of no fixed abode. Oh, I love that. Okay, we'll put that in the show notes too, because that would be fascinating yeah. to go back and check but out. So why did you say yes? Like what were you just done? You mm. said 10 years and I'm done. Or what was your what was your calling? Because I remember us talking at least at Dooley about I mean, I think you were looking at future then, even at that. Maybe you were searching then. Mm. Was that a time of searching for you? Certainly. I have always been forward thinking and so much so that I have learned to come back into the present, but I've been mm -hmm. so forward thinking. And that's why I think I'm probably pretty good with money. My retirement is set and all these kinds of things. It might've been that it might, let's, it's probably a couple of years before we met, there was a lady at the office and she's, you know, I had done my financial journey. I had become debt-free. I've been debt-free for a couple of years. I'm still riding around on a bicycle. And her question was, what are you even saving money for? Right. And I, I think she was trying to get me to buy a car, uh, have more trips, have more fun, all these kinds of things. But the question really helped me look in the mirror. And I asked, you know, what am I saving for? Because I was, I was kind of saving. Yeah. And yeah. the key word there was kind of. And when I asked myself, what am I saving for? It made me get serious. And then I actually started saving for something. And I couldn't figure out what that something was, but I knew mm, it was something. That's interesting. And hmm. I was ready. So that that's how I got to that. I even had the vision board. I even envisioned doing this um, before I met Elk, right? Mm -hmm. I had the, the vision of going to Uluru, one of the one of our favorite spots in, in Australia. So to answer your question, I was prepared financially, probably mentally, even subconsciously with the vision board. And right when she said that, I was in. Right. I love that. So did you have a vision board at the time? Yeah. Okay. I love that. You know, it was the soul's calling. Like, well, I was going to say, like, and like, why am I saving? Like, you know, well, and even though you maybe we started that saving. process before L, I mean, you know, I always wonder how much the soul knows what's coming and, you know, foreshadowing and all those sort of things. Like, how much did it know that that opportunity was going to come to you and you would want to seize the moment? And, you know, so all that preparedness, even though you weren't sure what you were preparing for specifically you know, all of that was work well done to allow you to say yes within a few minutes notice. Yeah, when it's somebody the whisper. Right. It's, it's a whisper. kind of fascinating to okay. think about, right? And so like you guys were part of social media, but not really. Were you off? You were off the grid for 12 months when you were traveling? Yeah, a lot of the time we didn't yeah. even have phone service. We actually shared one phone. Um, uh, 
I will say that even when you live with someone or you're married for multiple times a year, you get time apart. You go to work or you have kids, you have all these things. When you live with someone here for 24 hours a day, it's a different level of intimacy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So there's a lot of lessons learned there and give it a try. Like if this is something that our listeners are interested in doing, you don't know what you don't know. Right. But know that even if you are prepared, you can't prepare for everything, right? I was I prepared you, financially. There's no doubt you have a lesson learned for the 24 hours you spent with Holly um, <laughs> uh, when it was when it was you and Holly. But but were you and L in the van? If you can share whatever you're comfortable sharing, like what were the most surprising things about living that close in such close quarters with somebody that you already obviously knew extremely well, or you wouldn't say yes to doing that, right? Like. <laughs> What, what what were sort of the things that took you by surprise that you thought, gosh, this is important for me as a human to think about or be aware of or learn or know about myself or Cause whatever Because it's really a mirror yeah, on it, yourself. Oh, it really is a mirror mm-hmm. on yourself. So I'm just co- sort of curious if there were some things that you can share because I am I think that would be fascinating to, it's to think about. It's a spiritual journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a bit of a free spirit and I'm quite relaxed. I mean, I, I remember uh, having massages and this guy was like, Oh, you must get massages regularly. I was like, not at all. I don't, I don't even get them. I'm just oh, not stressed out. I just yeah, don't stress, right? That. Elle's very stressed. She's a different. She's on the opposite end of that. Yeah, right. But once we hit the road, she was able to relax a lot faster than I was, which was very interesting. interesting. Yeah, huh. very interesting to witness. Did you take the lead on like driving and navigating? And I mean, is that where I, maybe that flippy flopped or something? Like, I'm curious if you were able to get to the root of maybe why you showed up different on the road and, and Eld showed up so much different too. Yes. To your questions about yeah. leading and driving, but yeah. I don't think that was related. Yeah. I believe that she knew how to relax. She could just switch off. Like when she's in on something, she's all in right. and she does it. So super focused on work or super focused on relaxing or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. For me, I kind of like to mingle around or wade yeah. through the water. Like, Oh, I'm here at work as an engineer. Hey, give me my paycheck. Right, And um, then when I got on the road, I had nothing. I had nothing to distract me. I was bored. I I didn't know what to do. I I wonder about that. Yeah. Causes some anxiety for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. Well, that's so fascinating. But by 12 months in, you, you reconciled that, right? And it didn't take me, it didn't take me 12 months. So as a man, I'm going to share this as well. Yes. I'm prepared for retirement or I've retired or I'm able to do that. But once I retired and hit the road for eight months, about yeah, month eight, I knew this retirement, it wasn't for me. Oh. I mean, I'm glad I learned that in my thirties and not my sixties when I can go and do and create and whatever that means. Right. I will never not grow and contribute in whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And that usually comes with, a business idea for me as a coach uh, and that exchange is usually with a monetary value mm-hmm. or maybe it's with accommodation or food or whatever that is. I will never stop. I will never, even if I had a hundred million dollars, I'm not going to stop. Mm. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I got to learn on this trip and was super powerful for me, especially as a man. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I love that. I, I know that I can't ever retire. I yeah. You said the same thing. Yeah. I have too much of a mind. I mean, God help. Mind. God okay. help the people at the senior center if you ever retire. <laughs> <All right. laughs> She's going to remodel I'm it. She's going to, yeah. I'm we're going to reorganize trouble. structure. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. during this, during this time, <laughs> is that when you began to 
or maybe you coached before. I don't know. So when when was when did you start thinking I I need to be a coach and I want to coach about money? When did that come into your you know view? Is was that on your vision board always, or huh. did that come into view when you were you had must have had a lot of silence too? And so like all that meditative time in twelve months when you don't have to work and uh, you know, did it come then? When did, when did that come to you? It was, it was a powerful couple of years. So my year started, my growth financially started in 2008, 2009, when I graduated college. Um, and I started learning, learning, learning silently. So I had a mentor and I did these things and, and now it's growing. I was getting better as, as uh, handling my money, but I haven't dealt, I didn't really deal with the emotional sides of things of growing up. So sidebar, I have, I left home at 16 years old. So mm-hmm. I had to grow up really quick. And because of that, I had to get my shit in order. Who's going to pay for this? How am I going to eat? All these things. Mm-hmm. But I swept the emotional side under the rug for many years. And it wasn't until 2015 when I first went to a, my first Tony Robbins event that really changed and opened my eyes, my heart, my uh, uh, everything really. Mm. And that was in April, 2015. And I took it all on, but I didn't make any changes for eight mm. months. I made zero changes until December of 2015. Um, health wise, um, smiles, happiness, all these things in that event and helped me trust myself to continue to help with people when it comes to coaching. Now, I had the skills and I helped friends and family, but it was when Tony created this coaching term or mentor or life coach or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. in my eyes, for me anyway, it gave me the confidence to go ahead. And then in 2016, I met you, Holly, and just seeing other people's journeys. Um, That same year, I went to Dave Ramsey's FCMT, which is a financial coaching master training series for him. I went through that for a week. And learned a lot there. Like, I'm just, I'm sitting beside people and I'm just like, fine, if they can do it, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And um, so that, that's given me the confidence. You can, I can go back to birth, you know, of the chain and reactions of, of how my life has, has come about. But those are the top, top reasons of what gave me the confidence. So I'm really focused on that probably about the time that we met. Mm-hmm. I love that. So we'll put those people in the notes as well. But I, you know, I did know that about you because I went to a Tony Robbins event and I'm scared to go if I'm oh, honest. Listen, I, I was, I think I'm wickedly attracted to his energy. Oh yeah. No, I that, you know, one of the things he does, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but I think he does it every time because it's strategy and we don't use this strategy enough. You and I try to use this strategy, so but we do it in a different way. He, when he comes out, he gets you so jacked Wound. up, yeah, 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 physically. So we do it. In, we do it energetically. Yeah. We try to get everybody jacked up before they enter. Like mm-hmm. Mike, we're like, we're sending him intentions, and we're yep. doing energetic hocus pocus okay (laughs) um but we didn't jump up and down i could have okay maybe i should yeah he had us jumping up and down he was raising our vibration yeah and so if you believe in vibration yeah fine if you don't he was raising our joy factor everybody believes in joy hopefully everybody knows what that feels like Mm -hmm. so you're in such a happy place would you say the same thing 
Would you say? 100%. Yeah. I, I never went to an event of any kind until 2015 and the opportunity for um, Tony's biggest event, which is a six day full immersion event. Oh. I went in and I was like, going on people are running and dancing the music it's a club at 9 30 in the morning it was <laughs> it insane, is. It's insane. Lucky for me i i needed that because right. it took me three days to break down this bullshit wall i've been carrying around and then the next three days my face hurt because my, my smile was so big every That's moment awesome. of every day like the rest of the week i was there it was unbelievable like, and you're I was teary thinking about it I'm getting teary you talking about it because you're changed forever. You're forever Ever. changed. Six days. And it's like, you know, it's so interesting because I Beautiful. had a one day event. Yeah. My, I didn't do the, the six day, but I can't, I would be exhausted six days with Tony. I would <laughs> actually want to sign her up for it just, just to get you worn out for a little bit. But <laughs> you're right. There is, for everybody in different ways, there is yeah. a breakdown. But I don't think of it as a breakdown. I, I think you're you're trying to break through. Through through you know there's a transformative breakthrough and to break through that's why we're always pushing joy yeah. and be of the highest you know energy because that's when well and to your point through. once you feel it once you can get there you you'll do everything you can to preserve staying there and figuring out how you stay in that space and how you maintain that energy level and how you maintain that level of joy right like once you can get there and feel it authentically like it like you said, you can't stop smiling for the next three days. Like it's just there. You'd have a really difficult time making decisions in your life that help you slip backwards, right? So, one hundred percent. Yeah, I love it. It's beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so, so you did that in fifteen. So, can you talk a little bit about? Obviously, you went to the Dooley event, the Tony Robbins. Can you talk a little bit about what your style of coaching and support looks like for people who who are listening to the podcast today who uh, might be interested in working with you kind of how do you show up in that space as a partner for people and and what does that look like and and how has that been informed by things you've seen from others whether it's in your engineering career or in in other coaching events that you've been at Mm-hmm. Certainly. I think we all are, as individuals are a sum of parts, right? Mm. And I have Dave's financial background and Tony's uh, mm. educational background and, and Mike Dooley and all these people that have come together in my path. Now I get to share that as well. So I've become whole as a person. Okay. And yeah. I love my one-on-one clients. I That's my main focus. Okay. And the reason that that works so well is because this is personal finance. It's personal. Don't do what I do. No, don't do what Holly does. Don't right. do what anyone else does in your life, in your family, at your workplace, anything. Do it because you want to. And right. I think the biggest breakdown that people have is they don't know why. They don't know why they're doing something. They have a credit card because someone told them to. They want to build their credit because someone else told them to. We forgot how to think. And I think for me as a coach, I'm really giving you the power back because I tell people, don't do it because I said so. And I try to, and I add, do ask questions that make you think because we already have the answer. We know the answer. Yeah. Yeah. We don't think we know the answer. So true. Yeah. And I think that's where I get to stand out for me and, and my clients to, to continue on with me after my three month package, but also to keep me for me to keep them accountable for their dreams and goals when it comes mm. to not only money, but other things. I'll give you an example of a, a client that I had last week. You know, his focus for 2022 is all around health. Like 
money is a part of that. And I think health and wealth are very closely related. A hundred percent. Yeah. Now I'm going to help him on that journey. He knows the answer. He knows what he needs to do. And that's what I do hand in hand. That's, That's how I coach. I love it. I love it. I love that. So health and so health and wealth oh, no. go together. Mm-hmm. They're hand in hand. So you're helping him with his health journey too. Well, everything. Well, it, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, and I honestly, I think in the hierarchy of what's important, and this just comes from me personally, because I have a, a, you know, a mom who, well, both my parents had health issues, significant ones. My dad has passed. My mom is still with us. But you cannot buy health. Mm-hmm. And so you can have all the wealth in the world. And if you can't go, if you can't be able to move freely in the world because your health doesn't allow you to, uh, it's just a really missed opportunity. And so while you're, to your point, while you're building that wealth, you have to take care of your health. And some things you can control, some things you can't. My mom has MS. You can't control that. You can control the severity of it through how you mm-hmm. how you take care of yourself. But, Manage it. Right, exactly. But the reality is you can't buy that that sort of, uh, that's the one thing, all the money in the world that you would have saved or planned for or whatever, you just can't do anything with it. And so I, I really, beyond just somebody who realizes that, I just think it's just so important that people rem- are reminded of that. Um, and even, you know, you talk about people who are planning for some sort of an event or a retirement or a, a travel for 12 months or whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not taking care of yourself along the way, you know, your, your health is, and your health is compromised, you know, all of that could, could not be, may not come to fruition. Right. So uh, I think it's important to tie those two things together pretty tightly, actually. In your opinion, you would mention three months. So, uh, and and maybe you can give more color around that, but does it take, like, let's say I'm a client of yours and, you know, I'm starting fresh. I'm, I'm, rethinking everything because everybody values things differently. Does it take me three months to, you know, is there a program that makes me flush that out and get on a system in three months or what was that? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Do you want me to explain what I talk about during our three months together? Yeah. So it is a three month, is it, it's a three month commitment. And in your opinion that that's how long it takes to, you know, get people up and, Program patterns the, and yeah, yeah pushed yeah, yeah. out of the nest, yeah, yeah. you know, so to speak. Or wh- how does that? How, what does that look like for you? Again, everyone is individual, yeah. and I like to create that new habit. I think mm-hmm. James Clear has a great book, uh, Atomic Habits, that talks about this. Of, and it's just about having that time, the consistency. Maybe it is the meetings. Maybe it is my knowledge that I'm sharing with them. Maybe it's the money exchange that they actually put value to this information. Everyone has a different level of what their trigger was. Um, so I can't say it's 90 days because some people can get it in a weekend, right? Nice. Um, some people, it takes six months. Everyone is individual. And that's why I love to do this one-on-one because I love to see everyone make that change. Now, in the future, I'm certain that I'm going to graduate into group coaching and make an impact mm-hmm. like Mike and Tony and Dave, like multiple people do. But right now, that's just where I'm focused. And because that gives me the joy, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. What brings you joy? And that is what brings me joy. 
No, I love that. And you ventured into, well, first of all, let me go back. Mm. Well, he's talking about books. He has a whole list of beautiful books on his website. So we are going it. to Perfect. tag his website. So if you're interested, there's uh, so many great books that you put there for mm -hmm. as resources for folks. Good. And then the other thing that he has just launched. So tell us a little bit about your podcast which you're going to be sharing all kinds of things, I think. Okay, so tell us about your mission there, what you want to accomplish, and that'd be great. Yeah, so it's the Money Like Mike podcast. And there, I'm bringing it into seasons. This is season one. And for season one, it's all about the foundation. So that laying that foundation, that financial foundation about the steps to take, why you want to do this, why is it important? And I'm, I have interview guests that you've heard and I shared their story, right? Because every my story isn't the only one. And I had a couple interviews already. I have one later today. And it's just about getting another perspective with the same thing. And it could be different, right? But these are the foundational things that we talk about in season one. So stay tuned for nice. wherever you are on your financial journey. So season one, again, financial stuff. Season two, three, and four will continue to blossom eventually re really focusing on investing and, and wealth building later on. But this is the financial foundations. And the reason I put it into seasons is because you need that foundation. I don't care how much money you make, because if you don't keep it, it doesn't matter. Right? I always say, I don't care if you make a million dollars a year. If you spend 1.2, you're still broke. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what do you say to people? And this is just my my observation is that I think people who do well financially, there seems to be, for many, not all, but for many, I think there's a mm, reluctance to have kind of that thrifty sort of mindset. And so how, have, how do you, when you're working with clients, how do you help people understand the importance of thrift, not from a I think it has a negative connotation with a lot of people. Thrifty? Thrifty. Mm -hmm. I do. You I mean people, people who, who are, do well. Define that for me. Thrifty means just, just cost conscious. Maybe just because they budget? can do it, they don't. Right. It's on a budget. And maybe the budget level is much lower than their income level. So they tend to be a little bit more thrifty. Conservative. Yes, conservative. 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 But okay. I think when you make quite a bit of money, there's a perception that it's not conservative it's just cheap oh Does that makes okay. sense okay so what's this question yeah. i'm sorry so my I diverted question you. is <laughs> i'm helping how you do mike you, how do you help people who have the means and have a, a strong income stream that may think of that thriftiness as a negative like i have this money whether they want to show it off or they want to do whatever what's your advice to people around the importance of that kind of conservative aka thrifty mindset in terms of the long game, not the short game. Yep. This is great. I actually have someone that I've been dealing with through this uh, as well. Uh, I mean, he's got 30 and $40,000 a month at the moment and it's wow. really good. Um, but he still has me as a coach and we're going to continue into 2022. And this conversation specifically with being thrifty or cheap or anything like that hasn't come up with him but he was disorganized. Oh, so, interesting. Right? A budget can have that negative connotation. And I want to remove that. I still want to use the word budget or whatever word you want to do, cash flow plan, whatever works for you. Right. Give it the negative connotation because you need to be organized. And for him, he was disorganized. Right. 
right? I've even had conversations with someone that was, they, she and her husband were bringing in $25,000 a month, but only could tell us where $6,000 was going. Oh my God. $19,000 disappeared every four weeks. No idea. That's just disorganization. And that's what my definition of a budget is. I don't care what you spend your money on, right? right. It can be a $500 purse or $5,000 purse, whatever that is for you. For me, that's not the case, right? Everyone is individuals. I don't care what you spend your money on, but do it on purpose. Mm, oh, I love. You okay. know what? And when you make a lot of money, that makes complete sense to me because when you make a lot of money, you get more disorganized. You you don't have to be organized around it, right? So yes, that makes complete. Okay, but listen. Okay, listen. Okay, I want to go somewhere. I'm dying, so I don't want to forget disorganization. No, that was fast. I think I'm good. Thank you. No, that was Thank the you, best question, Gigi. I love that okay, because well, that good. just gets me going. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Tell you why it gets me tell going me. because I feel like. And I don't feel, well, I believe this. Money is energy. 100%. And disorganization is a lack of love for money. You're right. And loving money is, and money is also attached to self-worth. I believe in that. Mm -hmm. So disorganization, lack of loving yourself, having a lack of abundance <laughs> mindset that is a program like a record player in your mind I have seen this play. I want to talk. I'm going to get to a question, but I just like, I'm on my pulpit, Gina. Mm. Okay. So listen, just, I had. Just a, take a seat if you need to sit oh, down, Mike. Geez. Just have a, have <laughs> he a seat. He is sitting. Leave him it's alone. Gonna wander in the woods. She's going to wander in the woods okay, for a while, got, but she eventually well, comes out every time. Well, no, I'm going to get there fast. Okay, go ahead. Time. I mean, it's just a little path. Okay. okay. So, so I have been around, specifically, I was around <laughs> this, this gal who actually helped clean my house. Okay. So mm -hmm. she, her and I would talk about Dooley or Louise Hay and mindset. And, but she hated money. She hated rich people. I mean, she loved money, but she was angry always about money not being with her. Hmm. And she was angry at people who had money. Mm -hmm. And so there was this, this, programming and that woman i mean i believe she could have made lots of money she could have used you as a coach mike but i mean and i i tried and at one point in time i thought i give up okay like this is like it's such an etched groove in that record there's i mean you need to find the trigger and you were talking about trigger so i mean maybe all this ties right. somewhere but i feel like when it comes to money somehow we get so stuck yeah. And I want to know, like, with your clients, do you see that? Do you address the the energy of money it, or do you keep it very, how how would we call that? Do you more, keep more, it more, more, more typical, skills, skills and tactical yeah, kind of thing? More yeah. tactical or do you get into this? Are, are you their counselor? Yeah. <laughs> and then she's be. out of the woods and there she is yeah, there outside the woods. Yeah. <laughs> there I am. There yep. she is. Thank you for that question. And Everyone, again, is individual. Some people want to be and stay to the numbers and spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, I have conversations. Every client at some point, we talk about and have entire hour conversations without talking about money. Mm. Because it's about the emotional side of things. It's mm. the energetic. It's how is it connected? How is it linked? Uh, so, yes, I do dive into that and try to get over those mental hurdles that come up. Good. Go yeah, because yeah. a lot of them, I don't know, in your viewpoint, and maybe... 
maybe it happened in your childhood, but a lot of your money uh, ideas come from your childhood and how your parents, parents were. Handled and it. I was telling Mike before the show, I was confessing that I have not, and most, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm alone here, but most parents don't really sit down and give their children, you know, a financial right. planning and programming. They may give them sound bites like, you need to have a credit card to build credit, or, you know, they're sound bites and they're not holistic. And so I really think young people, all people need it. But Absolutely. There's something. So we were talking about that earlier. But so honestly, so I wonder about how much of that pre programming yeah. that you get yeah. that shows up, does it always show up or does it not with your clients? Always. Always. We are, always. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is what yeah. we've been programmed as a keyword. I love that word because we've been programmed to go to school. I was programmed to, to go to college and get married and have a kid and a white picket fence and two and a half kids, right? I was yes. programmed to do this. It wasn't until I started to explore the deprogramming and learning things. And, and I learned that from Tony Robbins and other mentors along the way. And I do share that with my clients because We've got to let go of that. If we don't clear that, we can't build anything, that solid foundation that I was talking about when it comes to money. You know, and we 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 talk on this podcast quite a bit and about, you know, you like you said earlier, you know, people usually know what their challenges, oh, yeah, they obstacles, or their programmings are, or where their, you know, where their uh, natural weaker spots are based on whether it's the, what'd you call it? Like a scratch in the record? Like they're, the, groove. the groove in the record? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, most people know the grooves. If they're really quiet and honest with themselves, they know the groove, they know theirs, or at least enough of a breadcrumb to be able to articulate what it is, right? So when you talk about the those grooves and wanting to, to play a different tune, can you talk about some of the things that you work with your clients about, about that reprogramming? or the deprogramming and reprogramming of the groove so that you can address some of those maybe core underlying tenants that you were programmed with and rewrite the narrative and, and, and set yourself up for, for better success. Are there some things with regard to that deprogramming process that you have learned work best or are most effective that you could share with the audience today? I would say, one of the most powerful is understanding why I, I spoke about it earlier, yeah. knowing your why, what is your reasoning? Parents are really easy and great because it's their children most of the time. Right. Right. But everyone has a reason. What is the bigger vision for your life? What is it that you want to create? What is it that you want to contribute to? How do you want to get there? Right. Uh, I was talking about it today, actually, where I thought I needed to reach 65 and older to have $10 million to then do what I wanted to do. Well, I brought that timeline 30 years ahead, and now I get to do what I want to do. Right? Right. I didn't need $10 million to do that. And right. I shared people, I ask people the questions that get them to that same realization. That's right. right. I love that. So like Brilliant. your story that you told yourself was you had to be 65 to start your life or to do what you wanted to do, and you had to have the money. A certain and, amount of money. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a healing is what you're doing there. And like you're picking out the triggers. And I, it's interesting because when I, the, and I'm sure you're like this too, you were trained by Tony, but, uh, you know, seeing Tony in action with the audience, yeah. and it wasn't always about money, but 
I mean, that guy has a laserly focus. You just warble a few words and, and you, you know it. Okay. But then he's going to ask you a few questions that you really know it. They okay, warble because right? they they're a little scared of him. Let's, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And that, that'd be me. Uh, I, I mean, he's intense. Oh, but yeah, like, I know. In a good find, way. In a good can, way. Yes, he can find mm-hmm. the core issue very fast. And I'm sure you do that too with your questions around why and, you know, to find the triggers, to yeah. find the groove yeah. and then help. It's a healing. I mean, let's call it what it is. I call yeah. it a healing. I call it. Yeah. Amen. It's a healing. Right. And then you can move forward in whatever personal way feels comfortable for you. And it's, and you tailor make it to your clients. Right. I love that. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. Okay. So I love that you have seasons on your podcast. Uh-huh. This is great. Uh-huh. So season one, how long is the season? Do you, are you going to play it by ear or have you planned it out? I have planned 12 episodes, but every I'm very fluid and flexible with my life, with my clients, how we meet. Mm-hmm. So I love to to be in the flow. Yeah. How have you found balance in terms of the, the consulting? I mean, do you, in order for you to kind of continue to kind of find this joy, uh, flexibility in life, but also to continue like you said, giving back and contributing in some form or fashion and then having that kind of monetary exchange. Have you put some boundaries up for yourself to maintain the right balance between the work and the play or the work and the, the work and the freedom part of who you are, Mike? I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm asking is, for a friend. What um, is the balance for you? What is that balance? How have you done that? I'm just curious to hear your thought process on that. Yeah. Um, I love full immersion. So let's just go back in time and I'll show and how I got to where I am today. And hopefully this will be helpful. So full-time engineer, 40 yeah. plus hours a week. Yeah. Quit my job, zero hours a week for a year, two years. <laughs> and then I came back, getting that balance, right? Working part-time yeah. um, with the coaching, with other things. And we need certainty in our life and we need variety in our life. Those are two of the six core human needs. And those two come up most often for me because that's how I live my life. There's, I have complete certainty in how I handle my money. Like I promise, I know with conviction, I will never spend more than I earn ever. I know that. Mm -hmm. Then comes the variety, how I live my life, traveling around different houses, different locations, different parts of the world. So that's where I get my variety. So I started extreme, right? 40 hours a week, I think now is extreme, but uh, extreme <laughs> and then extreme of not working and then then coming and dancing with it, right? Where yeah. is that balance when it comes? I used to tell people, I remember specifically this year, a few months ago, I said, ah, I'll work about 10 or 15 hours a week. The next week, I started doing 40 and 50 and 60 hour exactly. weeks because I was creating a course mm-hmm. that I had to focus on during a season. Yeah. Right. That lasted three or four months, whatever that is. So this is the season. Now the podcast is going. Now it's a season. It's more work in the beginning because I'm learning all these different things, mm. um, more interviews, questions, all these things continue to take time. Over time, you get better at it. Same with health, same with your finances. Once you create that foundation of both, you get better at it. Right. right. I am completely confident in how I handle my finances and I am gaining the same confidence when it comes to health. And that was the order for me, finances, then health. It typically, what I see in my clients is the other way around, but Mm -hmm. everyone's individual. It could be something else. could be being a great parent. could be um, a great athlete. Whatever it is, you 
know, we know as a human, we know how to control something in our life that we care about. Kids, they're very good at playing games. Why? Because that's their focus. And they know how to control their character in the game. And I can use that knowledge and and tap it into another area. Right. right. That's why I said right. health and wealth is so connected is because not only have I done it, but once we gain control of our health, we can gain control of our wealth. Yeah. Oh, that's, so you're not afraid to go full tilt back in if that's what the work requires for a period of time and then back to the dance and figure out how that works. So you're, you do have that level of comfort and flexibility kind of you. So you're not going into this going, I want to only do 20 hours a week and I will restrict down what I do to make sure I maintain a certain level of balance. You're able to be more flexible and free in that give and take based on the needs of what's important to you. Yes. Yeah. For now. Right. Next year could change five years. It'll change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what we're guaranteed to have is change and how we're going to handle that. So yes. And I do think, yeah, that was fantastic. And I do think too, you know, if nothing else, the last couple of years with what's gone on in the world, the pandemic, all, I mean, just complete upheaval for almost everyone, if not everyone in the whole world, complete upheaval about, what was common practice, the norm, whatever you want to call it. And so those those people who have maybe not flirted with change and accepted it and understood it and got good with it have had to just so I think if nothing else, it's been the best practice for all of us in terms of we're gonna drag you along. We're gonna drag you along. But you have to acknowledge that change is so vital and important and you your ability to stay present feel it and then adjust as be you flexible. can and be flexible mm-hmm. is it's it's a it's huge and i feel like we we had sort of lost a bit of that that skill right so well good. i love that so are what are your offerings i know that you yeah. have one-to-one coaching i also know that everybody should run out and subscribe 100%. because you actually what do we call that these days? Blog? I haven't been doing that lately. Vlo- was it a vlog or a vlog. blog? Are you blogging? You send financial info and and letters okay. out. N- newsletter. 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 And there You are- made it sound so fancy. Well, it is fancy. It is fancy. <laughs> Money like Mike. Okay. <laughs> and so so uh so you want to subscribe. Where do they how do they how do people get a hold of you? Yeah. Well, we'll link it in the website. Are, and I hear you're gonna do group. I think group would be I interesting. Think so, too. Um so what else, how would you like to our people to get a hold of you? So moneylikemike.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast as well. I mean, that's yeah. how you're hearing this or on YouTube. So do that and you'll be able to connect. Right. And if you have any questions, email me directly, mike at moneylikemike.com. And we'll get back and I offer a free 30 minute discovery call and we get to have a chat where you are financially and see if I can be a service to you. And if I can't, I'll do my best to direct you in the where I think you should be able to go. That's that's very generous. That is fantastic. I love that. That's fantastic. So what do you, are you still in Australia? So what, yeah, what where is, are you? Yeah. Then? What does 2020 look, look like for you for 20, fun? 20, 2022. 
Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I've said it so quickly. Okay. <laughs> 2022. What does it hold for you, Mike? Like, you know, personally, what are you up to? What What are you looking forward to the most? You know, all that sort of fun stuff. I'm just curious. Well, like you mentioned, we've had two years of uncertainty. And yeah. it's hard to do travel and stuff like that. So, yes, I am on, in Australia. And 2021 was over seven months of living on Fraser Island, so the largest sand island in the world. So we got to have that experience. It was an amazing experience. And now sitting in the Gold Coast today, and we're going to be here for January of 2022, and we have no plans of yet. But I think the vision, if I was to put it on a board, right, a vision board, it would be to have an RV and travel around North America. Oh, my gosh. I love it. So you might be back back up our, our direction then. Yeah. Yep. Similar time zones. Well, that would be fantastic. Like, we'll listen, take you out. Yeah, you, you guys swing up over. through the Emerald City and we will we show you all around. That would be so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. And I, From the Gina. Gold Coast to the Emerald City. I know. That could I be your that. That could be your that. 2022 like, tagline. Okay. <laughs> so I love this so much. We're going to give some homework, an up-level assignment. Please. Oh, I love when you get For all For those bossy. of you that are disorganized. Yeah. Okay, if oh, you listen. see my hand going yeah, up. Yeah, mine went up too. I'm I'm going to be better. Okay, so let's all pick one thing that Mike said today that we could possibly potentially shine a light on, right. think about, and see if we feel moved to change. Yes. And so my disorganized energy means that I don't love money and I'm going to hug money and love money. And a bonus assignment for this uncorked assignment would also be once you've identified that, you know, certainly reach out to Mike for that 30 minute discovery yeah, that's call. Awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, maybe can, can really go to work on an area of your financial wealth or, or wellness, your health yeah. with Mike. So I think that that would be extra credit for Mike, sure. Mike, do you want to boss anybody around here? Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. There's a, yeah, another good. offering. Would you like, uh, I, would I would like to, to encourage to you to boss Holly around when you have a moment, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. <laughs> well, I have a free guide on how to find $10,000 this year in eight easy steps. So oh. moneylikemike.com forward slash free guide, and that'll walk you through how to find $10,000. Okay. Well, that's the third assignment. I mean, now you guys have a bunch of homework. Now I'm going to, I'm going to go do that too. <laughs> I will too. I mean, that's Who doesn't awesome. want 10 grand? I know. I, okay. I well, do. that's so wonderful. Fantastic. Thank you for your precious time and wisdom and your generosity today yeah. we so appreciate you we appreciate the work you're doing in the world and and the inspiration you yeah. you offer to all of us yeah it's um it was fun to get to know you today after i've heard so much about you after you know the important 24 hours you spent as we holly and 24 holly and hours <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm just making it up uh, it sounds way better that way <laughs> i know it's a little stretch at a table for an hour i know exactly yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right well, it was lovely to meet you thank you so much mike thank you both i've enjoyed today and i, I trust that whoever's listened to this has had some key takeaways yeah absolutely for, su for sure all right thank you take care thanks mike for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncork.com. See you soon.